Next on BYU Sports Nation, Stranger Things. Why that might just be the perfect way to describe the current BYU football season. Season two of Stranger Things came out today. But what are we doing in the buyer's house and why are we wearing their clothes? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Just enjoy the beautiful Christmas lights, Jerem. Demogorgon wannabe Dennis Pitta will join us today. Why he feels like the Cougars will bust through a wall on Saturday. Whoa, whoa, whoa. why are the lights flickering? What's going on? What's going on? It's dark and cold. (laughs) Why are we in the upside down? Ah, this is where BYU football's been all season. I get it. Let's go! Barb! Barb! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Welcome, my friends. We are live on a Friday. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. October 27th. Nice vest, Jerem. Thanks, man. You're not going to compliment my jean jacket? I do like it. <laughs> Shall I call you Jonathan? Yes, please. Fires. Wherever and however you're dialed in, it's great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with Jerem Jordan, a man who is more excited about this day than his own birthday. That's true, and my birthday is coming up soon. Uh, but today, very exciting. Stranger Things 2 is out. It came out at 1 a.m. Mountain Time here. No, I did not wake up to watch that or stay up. Did you think about it? I watched about three-fourths of the first episode this morning. Hey, we've got a huge... So I've got a lot of work to do later today. Yes. We've got a huge show in Studio B, arguably the most anticipated October 27th in the history of October 27th BYU Sports Nations. Mm -hmm. Stranger BYU Things. Why the current status of BYU athletics has us all feeling a little bit like we're living in the upside down. I'm excited to talk to... uh, as you mentioned, uh, the Demogorgon, the monster Dennis Pitta, <laughs> will join us. Plus, a Stranger Things parody by our friends at Studio C. How cool is that? Yes. Uh, Bring- we borrowed the clothes from them, so that, thanks, that guys. we did. Thanks. Authentic. Bring on the headlines. It's your BYU Sports Nation headlines. Game day eve for BYU football. Who in their right mind would have thought the chance for win number two will fall on the final Saturday of October. Pre-game coverage begins at 2 Eastern. Kickoff starts at 3 Eastern live on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Coach Kalani Satake says at this point, the team just needs to score points, and he hopes BYU, understandably, can do that against San Jose State. Just score points, whatever it takes. I don't care if you go fast. I don't care if you're in the empty the whole dang time. I don't care. Let's just score points. And you, I want to be able to just say, hey, let's slow down. That's what I want to say, you know, so whatever it takes. And I'm giving free reign to our offensive staff to be creative as much as you can. Yeah, what's that like to uh, pull off the gas in a football game? Uh, how about BYU puts on the gas for this game? Score that's, yeah, 50. Great. That's what I want. That's what I want. Hey, BYU basketball will play New Mexico tonight in Albuquerque in the pit in a charity exhibition game. All the proceeds go to Hurricane Harvey Relief. Yoli Child says Brigham is ready to play somebody else. It's just going to be fun to go out and play some new faces, guys that don't know what we do, we don't know what they do. It's, it's going to be so much fun. And it's a great cause, too. It's, uh, it's awesome that we can go out and uh, do something that's going to donate a lot of money to the, the victims of these hurricanes. And it's, just, it's kind of a win-win. The game is at 9.30 Eastern time. There is no TV or radio for this. 
Which is kind of a bummer. But the great news is all the funds go to Hurricane Harvey Relief. So yeah, that's, that, that that's is awesome. fantastic. That's awesome. The Salt Lake Tribune reports the NCAA is investigating possible violations by BYU basketball junior guard Nick Emery and a booster. BYU is in the process of working with the NCAA regarding issues related to Nick Emery, the university said in a statement sent Thursday to the Salt Lake Tribune. Eighth-ranked BYU takes on 18th-ranked San Diego. Big match tonight in the Smithfield House, 9 Eastern time. It's a game uh, on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Spencer Linton on the call tonight. Big one for the ladies in the WCC. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Strange Brew, BYU. The Cougars. Wait, are we doing a Strange Brew show now? Well, you could probably pull that off <laughs> with your vest on, right? Oh, I'm Doug McKenzie. Eh? There's some carryover. No, exactly. There is some carryover. I love that movie. BYU football hasn't won a football game since August 26th. What? Yep, let that soak in. Um, I think that will change tomorrow, and perhaps winning a football game is the strangest thing of all, which brings us to our Twitter question. What's the strangest thing you expect to happen in tomorrow's San Jose State at BYU game? Use the hashtag BYUSN. There's that bird! At the Jay Brady Bunch, BYU will not have a single injury, and Tanner Mangum will throw for 400 yards. Okay, that's Whoa. two separate answers right there. I'll take one of those. I would take one. I really would. My answer to this, BYU will win. That's been strange. As you mentioned, August 26th. That's 63 days tomorrow since BYU won. Uh, what? 63 days? That's crazy. Uh, in fact, it's ridiculous. I expect BYU to win this game. BYU is a two-touchdown fave out of Vegas. They were a fave in East Carolina, but they weren't a two-touchdown favorite. They were a five-and-a-half-point favorite. I think BYU wins this game. San Jose State, as bad as BYU's been, San Jose State's been bad, too. I affectionately call this the FBS Bowl because neither team has beaten an FBS team. They've beaten FCS teams. So BYU's going to win this game tomorrow. The battle for 2-7 and seven is on. Yeah, seriously. BYU football winning the game, I so much want to be like, really, that's the strangest thing that's going to happen? But they've lost seven in a row. So that, got, your thought is, is totally validated. Uh, the strangest thing I think that I will see tomorrow, BYU football will put up a season high in points scored. Right now it's 24. Yeah, that's a strange number. So the Cougars will go 25-plus tomorrow. That will be the strangest thing I see twenty-five between the Cougars and the Spartans. That's BYU it. will score 25 or more points. Three and a half touchdowns. <laughs> Please, please score a season high. Would that appease Kalani Satake, who just said, we just played the bite for you. I just want to score points. I don't care how it happens. I just want to score points. Can BYU score a season high in a win against San Jose State? Get out of the upside down. Get back in the right side up. Score some points. uh, Kill your monsters and demons. Take care of business, okay? And, And the key to that is good quarterback play, okay? Tanner Mangum's been the guy. There was another guy whose red shirt, shall we say orange vest, was burned. Okay. He hasn't really played. Could he be the key to a turnaround? That's well, our stat of the day. Mm, mm-hmm. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. 11 different players have scored points for BYU football this season. That's important. 11. And do you know 11? Do you know who number 11 is on the team? It's Joe Critchley. <laughs> it's a quarterback. How about that? Is there a little blood running from his nose right now or what? 
<laughs> what if Joe Critchlow came in the game, he threw a touchdown pass, and he had to wipe his nose? Huh? Now, okay. Now, that certainly would be the strangest thing that all of us that would collectively see. That would be quite <laughs> in strange. In the BYU-San Jose State game. 11 different players have scored for BYU. How about it gets to 14 or 15 tomorrow? How about some new guys score some touchdowns? Who hasn't scored a touchdown? That needs to? That, ne- that surprises you. You're like, wow, really? He hasn't scored a touchdown? Town Shumway's hurt, so he can't score. Jonah Trineman? That's yeah, one. Yeah, that's super weird, right? That's one. K.J. Hawk can score a touchdown tomorrow. Yep. Jonah Trineman, to me, is the one that I thought would have a few touchdowns at this point. Yes. Austin Kofensis could run in a touchdown. Can he pass once? Um, Braden Bakery, maybe? Matt Bushman yeah. did not have a touchdown until, last, until week. last week. Heck of a catch, by the way, against, yes. against the Pirates. Yes. Yeah. 11 different players have scored. Who will be 12? Perhaps 13. Maybe 14? Should we be super ambitious? Okay. Well, you can't at 1-7. Come on. It's true. I just can't believe it's been 63 days since BYU won a football game in season. Longest losing streak in forever since 1968. All sorts of fun things to think about, right? So fun. Thank goodness basketball. Everybody is having a good soon. time right now. <laughs> good grief! No, it's it's all good. By the way, the game tomorrow is on BYU TV. Um, so check that out. Pre-game coverage on the radio uh, starting at 1 p.m. Eastern time. The game on BYU TV, or excuse me, noon Eastern time. Uh, BYU TV is counting on the kickoff, and then at sorry, I'm all mixed up. 1 p.m. radio coverage yes. Eastern. 2 p.m. Eastern, countdown to kickoff. Yes. 3 p.m. the game live on BYU TV and BYU Radio. It's all day football on BYU TV and BYU Radio, pretty okay. much. We're looking forward to it. A few things you should know about San Jose State football. This is a spread offense. They will try and get BYU out in space and let their athletes go to work on the edges. Now, Sione Takitaki told us yesterday that the Cougars are ready for that and... We will see a more aggressive defense. I believe that we will see more blitzing from this BYU defense than we have in a game all year to try and get that spread game, that quick throw game, just a little off balance and create some turnovers. This is a San Jose State team that turns the ball over over three times a game. Yeah, that was Greg Rubel's stand. 3.3, most turnovers in FBS. BYU also has the most interceptions thrown in FBS, by the way. So who's going to give? What's more likely to happen? Okay, I'm going to throw I'm going to throw a couple of scenarios for you. What is more likely to happen? BYU has a lead at the half. <laughs> okay, I expect them to. Okay, okay. Or Tanner Mangum goes for 300 plus in back to back games throwing the ball. I won't be shocked if he goes for 300 in this game. If you had to pick one, which would it be? Which lead is more likely half. to happen? Lead. A lead at the half. Yeah. BYU has not led well, at the half Ula-Tolo, all season except for the Portland State game. Ulatolotau's status is unknown. Like, if he can't play, who's your running back? Is Kavika Fonua healthy again? I mean, there's, K.J. Hall is probably your kind of main guy. Squally Canada's there. Uh, Trey Dye was in a boot Tuesday. I don't know what his status is. Um, is Austin's defense actually going to be a running back? I don't know. The whole – everything surrounding this game is weird, right? It's just a strange setup going into San Jose State, BYU. See what you did there. Which takes us now to the Twitter machine. Use the hashtag BYUSN and join BYU Sports Nation. It's Twitter time. What's the strangest thing you expect to happen in tomorrow's San Jose State at BYU football game? At Tolminator. Nice Twitter handle. 
Coach Tatake wants Mo aggression, so how about Mo Longy scores a touchdown? Hashtag strange touchdown. That would be awesome. (laughs) I would love that. On the half-yard line, just give it to Big Mo. Mo. Give it to Big Mo. Oh, my God. Send him over to Nikonuch. I'd hate to be Tijon Karoma. And Tijon Karoma. (laughs) Let him score a touchdown. At WD Heath 40, Tijon Karoma will score a touchdown off of a fumble. Oh, that'd be nice. That'd be awesome. It can't be it can't be fumbled forward though. Be careful there. The fumble ruski? Yeah. That's not allowed well, dep- anymore, right? Well, it depends at what point in the game it happens. At least in the NFL. I'm not sure in college what the rule is there. <sighs> Coming up. What's the strangest thing surrounding BYU athletics we will discuss? <laughs> and the wannabe demagogue and Dennis Pitta joins us next as he continues his quest to take over BYU Sports Nation. Is he gonna bust through the wall and have BYU get a win? Is everything okay in the control room right now? BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Packet Nation, this is BYU Sports Nation simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. You should all watch football tomorrow on BYU TV. Countdown to kickoff. We'll get you ready at 2 p.m. Eastern time on BYU TV and the app tomorrow before BYU and San Jose State live from Lavelle Edwards Stadium. What is the strangest thing you expect to see in tomorrow's San Jose State at BYU football game? Close that door. At Roland Hall, BYU scores over 24 points. He agrees with me. Our positive in turnover margin, whoa, slow your roll, and Batman shows up. Okay, Batman shows up, that's weird. Well, it's the Halloween game because it's close to Halloween, so just maybe there will be a Batman costume in Lavelle Edwards Stadium. By the way, uh, Tuesday we will have a special live edition of the show combined with BYU football's Kalani Satake. We're calling it the BYU Sports Halloween Spooktacular, live from Lavelle Edwards Stadium at the Trunk or Treat. With BYU Athletics. So we will be live at 7 Eastern time, Halloween night, as well as in the morning at noon Eastern, along with Greg Rubel and Kalani Sitake and players and coaches. It's going to be a fun day. That's Tuesday. Check it out. Maybe I should go as Green Room Snack Guy for my Halloween costume. Uh, I think you got a great costume right there, man. <laughs> no, we, we, we will be dressed for the show. We're not going to tell you right now what it is, but we will be dressed. We ready. We ready. Oh, y'all. Dennis Pitta joins us now on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. National champion, well, almost, Super Bowl champion, and an NCAA All-American joins us. Dennis, welcome back to the show, man. Happy Stranger Things Day. Thank you, guys. I'm not sure what Stranger Things is, but I uh, I know Jerem's into that sci-fi stuff. I'm not quite into that. Uh, it's not just the nerds, Dennis. It's the regular people's, too. You haven't seen Stranger Things on Netflix, obviously. I invite you to watch it. It, it is very good. All right, I'll have to check it out. I mean, I, I don't typically take recommendations from you. I don't think you <laughs> see eye to eye on a lot of things, but I'll have to check it out. Dennis, BYU football 1-7. San Jose State 1-7. What are you expecting in tomorrow's matchup? I was expecting to talk BYU basketball today. I didn't think we were still talking BYU football. <laughs> we'll get there. All right. Um, what do I expect? Well, listen, we're a 14-point favorite. Am I right on that? That is correct. Yes, yes. So, I mean, listen, if we're a 14-point favorite sitting at 1-7 in, in the way we've played all year, 
then San Jose State has to be really, really bad. And I, I haven't watched San Jose State this year. I don't know too much about them. Um, but, but with that spread, it looks like, you know, we got a, we got a fighting shot in this one. So it'll be a fun game. Yeah, we hope it's fun. BYU hasn't won in like 63 days, which is, uh, which is crazy. Um, Will, do you expect BYU to win tomorrow, given everything that's gone on? Last week, BYU is a fave, lost on the road. Do you expect BYU to win tomorrow? I absolutely expect them to win. I mean, I said this last week when I was talking with the A team. You guys are kind of the B squad they've rolled back okay. out. It was Jason and uh, <laughs> Brian last week. But I said, listen, I expect us to beat ECU because I thought we would. You go against the, the nation's worst defense and – I said, this is the best our offense will look. And unfortunately, it, didn't, it still didn't look very good. But, you know, we're coming to this game. San Jose State has is, is had a, a tough run as a program. And I, I just think there's, there's no way we lose this game. I think they're too motivated. For whatever reason, this 1-7 start, I think it's starting to kind of unify and galvanize this team a little bit. You saw that when, you know, players and coaches were all at the um, Coach Satake show. And so it's like it's one of those things where you just feel like, they're going to finally put it together and get a win, get the monkey off their back, and hopefully get rolling from there. Dennis Pitta with us on BYU Sports Nation. Dennis, if you are a BYU player right now, would you ignore the noise surrounding the program entirely from fans, media, former players, or would you indulge in it a bit and use it as motivation? Well, you can't ignore it, that's for sure. I think it's, it's there's too much out there, and it's, these guys are so active on social media now, and you see a lot of players responding and tweeting things out and all that. There's no way to ignore that noise. They're too involved in that stuff. And so you have to just kind of put it aside as a player, compartmentalize everything. And <clears throat> as a player, you, you don't worry about what fans say. You know what they say. You know it, But they're not in the locker room. They're not dealing with the coaches. They're not in the meeting room. They're not on the practice field. They don't necessarily know, and we don't know, we talk about BYU football each week, but we really don't know the conversations that are being had within those walls and what's really being said, who's being held accountable or if there are or not, you know, what, what players are stepping up and what aren't in a leadership role. It's just so hard to, to, you know, judge this team from what we've seen at this point. So, you know, as a player, you compartmentalize those things. You, you understand what your job is and, and what you have to do and, and understand that, you have the guys in your room and in that locker room that you play for and, and nobody else. BYU has uh, gone, you know, 100% in on Tanner Mangum. Last week I thought Joe Critchlow could play, given the way the offense was struggling at some point against the nation's worst defense, and he did not. So it looks like Tanner's the guy. But if Bo Hodge is healthy and could somehow play, let's say tomorrow, do you think Bo Hodge should have a shot at quarterback for BYU right now? You know, I hate to say this because – you know, I played with Parker Mangum. He's a good friend of mine, and I know Tanner really well. But unfortunately, it just has not been there this year. And, and I don't understand why. We know the potential and talent he has. But it, it's one of those things where this offense needs a spark, and Tanner's not providing it right now. And you have to look in the mirror and say, who can provide us the spark? And it's been Bo. Bo looked really good in that Utah State game, minus you know, one pick six, which bounces off a defender's helmet or shoulder pad and, you, you know, one of those freak plays. But he provided a spark. He gives you more on in the run game and, and a little bit more dynamic um, feel in and out of the pocket. And so I just don't know how you, you stay with what's, what you've been doing. I mean, you, you talk about insanity. What's the definition? Doing things over and over again and expecting a different result. And it, the result has been the same every time they've, they've had Tanner in there. And so, at some point, you have to make a change. I think Bo 
is definitely the answer. Um, and, and if he's not, go to Critchlow. What do you have to lose at this point? I think you need to look to the future as, as disappointing as that sounds right now. This season is about building for next year because you sit at one and seven. There's not a whole lot to attain this year. NCAA All-American tight end Dennis Pitta, Super Bowl champion with the Baltimore Ravens, with us on BYU Sports Nation. Dennis, what is the strangest thing you expect to see tomorrow in the San Jose State at BYU football game? I expect to see our offense put up a bunch of points, and that would be strange to see. So that's kind of what I expect. And, you know, whoever that that quarterback is in that spot, you know, hopefully they get things going and rolling and this offense looks good. But that would be a strange thing tomorrow if I saw that. Matt Bushman has been a a bright spot for BYU uh, this season. You get asked about him a lot, so let's ask one more question. Uh, How would you assess Matt Bushman's play this year? Um, You know, Matt Bushman is a guy with a ton of potential. And we haven't necessarily been able to see the full gambit of what he's capable of this year because he hasn't had anybody get him the football. And I don't think he's been a focal point for this offense for whatever reason, and I think he should have been. I think he needs to get 10, 11, 12 targets a game, to be honest, because when you look at those skill positions on our team right now, I don't see a lot of talent outside of Bushman or a lot of guys that are making plays. And Bushman early on made a bunch of great catches. He makes contested catches every week but he's not getting the opportunities like I think he should be. And so he's a player that's going to be a huge impact guy for this offense and for years to come, and I think we need to get him more involved this year. And it's, it's weird and kind of unfortunate that we haven't seen that so far. I was thinking about this the other day, but I can't recall a play all season long where I have thought, oh, Matt Bushman just didn't really make a good play right there. I, I, I can't remember one. Has there been anything to cause you concern about his ability to be a good football player, Dennis? No, not at all. And I think when you see the ball come his way, he's making tough catches. He's got really good hands, and you see his ability to snag the ball and have a wide catch radius. He's got soft hands. I mean, he he catches with his hands, which I think is important. He's not a body catcher, and, and that's something I always look for when a guy is out there playing. But listen, I, I think, like I said, I just think he needs more opportunities. And he's a guy that's proven he can make plays when you give him a chance. I think all the way back to when, Spencer, you and I were sitting at the first game of the year against Portland State, and they threw a deep ball over the middle, and he was completely covered. But yeah. he went up and made a, a great, you know, high catch over a defender and looked tremendous. I mean, you've got to put him in more situations like that. Split him out. Get him one-on-one with a, a safety or even a corner and throw him a, a fade ball or something vertical down the sideline. I just think you have to be more creative with how we're using him and – I just haven't seen that yet this year. When a bowl is not in question, and you know it's going to be a losing season, yet you're trying to be motivated and whatnot, and, and you've been on some really good teams. There were some you know, teams that struggled in college in the NFL and whatnot. You have the good with the bad. What's it like being on a team like that, and how do you stay motivated? How, how are these BYU guys supposed to stay motivated right now? Well, it's not easy, and I'll give you an example. So last year, we were right in the hunt for the playoffs. Uh, week 16, we played the Pittsburgh Steelers on Christmas Day. And we had the game one at the end, and then they drove down with under a minute left. And Antonio Brown caught the ball on the one and reached across the goal line. And we were knocked out of the playoffs week 16. There was no chance we would have made it. So we go into week 17, we play the Cincinnati Bengals. We had nothing to play for. And as a player, I've never been in that position 
where there was nothing to play for. We couldn't win the division. We couldn't go to the playoffs. We just knew it was our last game. And you have no motivation. And it was really a strange. I wish I had an answer to this question. What I'm, what I'm trying to get at is I have no idea how to handle it because we went into Cincinnati and we got our butts kicked the last week and you just felt it was strange because you have no motivation and nothing to play for. And unfortunately, that's kind of what this team is up against a little bit. But one thing I will say is, is you're prideful as a football player. And when you go against somebody, you don't want to lose. And these guys are competitors, and, and that's what's going to drive them to finish the season out strong, and especially for the seniors, who this is their last year. They don't want to end on a, on a losing note. And so they're going to go out and play hard, and hopefully everybody plays for them. Dennis, what's the best part about broadcasting a 40 to nothing win for the Ravens? Uh, not much. Well, it's, it's great to be able to talk positively about your team. That's for sure. <laughs> Better than getting beat 44 to seven, like we did in London against the Jacksonville Jaguars. But, uh, you know, the whole fourth quarter, it's pretty boring. You got to come up and make up a bunch of content and stuff. And, oh, you know, we know about that. Uh, yeah. You guys, listen, I listened to you guys in the Cougar tip off. You did a great job. Thanks man. Thank you, Dennis. What's I your old- that game? I stre- I streamed it on YouTube. That a baby. Nice. Dude, what? you know what else you can stream? Stranger Things on Netflix, bro. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I will, I'll tell you this. Um, I'm playing golf right now. I'm out on the golf course with Mike Rose. You remember Mike Rose? Oh, oh Mike yeah. Rose. What up? For BYU basketball? Oh, Sharp yeah. shooter. Of course we do. So, of course we do. What I'll, hole are you on? Uh, I'll tell him hi for you. Okay. Do it. Yeah. What hole uh, are you on? I'm on, the, I'm on the second hole, and you guys are really hampering my game. I've had to Are you in the tee box? play through. Uh, we were on the tee box. I'm walking up to the green. They played this hole. I've been talking to you guys. So, okay, Dennis, we get your message. We'll let you putt. <laughs> okay. In other words, I need to go. I got to get out of here. <laughs> are you actually on the green, or are you chipping on? I'm walking down the fairway right now. Did you, okay. Tell how many swings. How many swings have you had during this conversation? Uh, I've had zoom swings during this conversation. I'm still holding my driver. I didn't get to hit my drive off the tee box. So. Okay, I, I'm having to skip the hole, unfortunately, and I'm doing it for you guys. I wow. yeah. how we appreciate it. How difficult that was, but sacrifices. It's all for you guys. Thank you, Dennis. We are forever indebted to you. Hey, great to talk to you, man. And uh, hopefully, the next time we talk, BYU football has two wins on the resume. All right, I hope so. Thanks, guys. You got it, Dennis Pitt on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Dennis Pitt and Gregor Bell haven't seen Stranger Things. I would like to invite them to watch Stranger Things, and I have done so. Yes, it's an excellent program. You asked Try it. a "Will you?" question, and it was yes. effective. I learned something from my two-year mission trip <laughs> to Brazil. What is the strangest thing you expect to happen in tomorrow's San Jose State at BYU football game? Dennis Pitt just told us. BYU football scoring a lot of points on offense. Let's go to the Twitter machine. Tweet, tweet. At Passer Ron B. The Y and the L.A. Dodgers win on the same day. Hey, game three tonight, man, in Houston. Just a guess, but at Passer Ron B. is a Dodgers fan. Uh, yeah. At Dan underscore Smith for BYU. Scoring more than 20 points. Dan Smith, BYU. <laughs> at JSJ35. A baby in BYU gear not being cute. What? That would be strange. They're that, always cute. That would be They're very strange. Cute, yeah. Correct. <laughs> hey, coming up, the on-air television debut of a Studio C Stranger Things parody. It's really good. It's really yeah. funny. And what are the strangest things within BYU athletics? you got to pick one or the other next. This is BYU Sports Nation. Barb! Barb!
Swarm! BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by Tecano's Brazilian Grill. Escape the ordinary. Welcome back, sports friends. I'm hungry. Seats may go waffles. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision Live it's really, these on really BYU good, Radio and good, BYU TV. I need syrup and butter on these, man. We are on demand anytime, anywhere. Hey, San Diego. Nothing, nothing better than talking with food in my mouth. And, and listen, having people listen to you yeah. chew that food. It's good radio or what? <laughs> Eighth-ranked BYU <laughs> in women's volleyball plays 18th-ranked San Diego tonight. It is a big match. It's on BYU TV, BYU Radio, 9 Eastern. You time. should all watch. I promise I won't eat Eggo waffles while I'm doing that broadcast. Ah, I wouldn't promise that. No, I'm making that promise. I am making that promise. I don't know. I have an extra one. <laughs> Let's refresh today's BYUSN headlines. <laughs> the chance at win number two for the BYU football team falls on the final week of October, which is just absolutely bonkers. Pre-game coverage begins at 2 Eastern. Countdown to kickoff is where you need to be if you want to know everything about the Cougars and Spartans. Kickoff live at 3 Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Head coach Kalani Satake, not surprisingly, just wants to put points on the board. Just score points, whatever it takes. I don't care if you go fast. I don't care if you're in the empty the whole dang time. I don't care. Let's just score points. And you, I want to be able to just say, hey, let's slow down. That's what I want to say, you know. So whatever it takes, and I'm giving free reign to our offensive staff to be creative as much as you can. Yes, score points, please. Please. How's, how's the egg going? Good? Great. Awesome. BYU basketball will face New Mexico tonight in Albuquerque in a charity exhibition game in the pit. What's up, Snake? The only child says Brigham is ready to play somebody else. It's just going to be fun to go out and play some new faces, guys that don't know what we do, we don't know what they do. It's, it's going to be so much fun. And it's a great cause, too. It's, uh, it's awesome that we can go out and uh, do something that's going to donate a lot of money to the, the victims of these hurricanes. And it's just it's kind of a win-win. Game tips off at 9.30 Eastern time. The game is not on TV or radio. All benefits will go to the Hurricane Harvey Relief Fund. That's awesome. You know what's great, Jerem? An exhibition match against a good team in a good venue. But what's even more awesome? Ego waffles and basketball games that actually count for the resume. Hit it! Countdown to the Delta Devils. 15 days. <laughs> strange not to hear the music, I'll tell you that. <laughs> 15 days away from an actual game. Should we try that again? Yeah. Okay, one more time. Countdown to the Delta Devil. 15 days. That's more like it. The first one was in the upside down, where there's no it's, audible yeah, where sound. Where it's dark and cold. I'm actually growing more accustomed to this ego. I'll be honest. You liking it? Tasting yeah. good? I actually like it. Yeah. Plain ego waffles. Yeah. Thawed and ready to go. <laughs> I like it. Really good stuff. Hey, BYU, Mississippi Valley State, not that far away. Two weeks from tomorrow. The Salt Lake Tribune reporting the NCAA is investigating possible violations by BYU basketball junior guard Nick Emery and a booster. To quote, BYU is in the process of working with the NCAA regarding issues related to Nick Emery, the university said in a statement sent Thursday to the Salt Lake Tribune. All right. Man, I just can't get over that fast, dude. Thank you. Uh, And coming up, if you missed it, the on-air TV debut of a Studio C sketch about Stranger Things. It's already online, so maybe you've seen it. If you haven't, you can check it out coming up. Which brought me to this. I was thinking about 
Uh, we play a lot of different games, right? Big deal, no deal, what's chance, hashtag this. More or less. We, today we're debuting a new game called Stranger Thing, where we pit two things against each other. What is Stranger? And we have music for it. Sweet. Let's go. Let's play. Number one. Number one. Jerem, Lego, my ego. Yes. No, let go of it. Seriously. No more eating that on air. No, <laughs> let go. Let go. My ego. Let go. Let go. My ego. Oh, he no. Can- oh, wow. All right. Number so one. Stranger thing. BYU football is one in seven or only averaging 12.1 points per game. At least it's not 11. Uh, one in seven. That's very strange. One in seven? It's been since 1968. The last time BYU did that. What? I'm going to say 12.1 points per game. Because if huh. BYU didn't average 12.1 points per game, they wouldn't be 1-7. in seven. Oh, true. True. Good point. When's the last time BYU football didn't average at least two touchdowns a game? Like, this is uncharted territory. I don't know. I want my To me, that is so strange and has led to BYU being 1-7. in seven. So the 12.1 points per game is just weird. You know what? It makes me so angry! Number two. Stranger Thing, BYU Hoops featuring no seniors, or BYU Hoops featuring only one freshman? No seniors, because last year BYU had two seniors, and neither finished the season. Both were injured in Kyle Davis and LJ Rose. And no seniors again? What? Yeah, no seniors. It just tells you how young this program is overall. Yes. To not have a senior after the two seniors last year didn't finish the season. Like, you'd you think there would be Weird. one player that's old enough to be like, the guy, right? Nope. No. Well, there's some old players. All sophomores and juniors, except for one freshman, Ryland Bergerson. That's weird. No seniors on this team? That's weird. Do you know who the youngest player on the team is? Yoli Childs. Holy Yoli! Well, you said is the best uh, athlete in the WCC. He's the best player in the West Coast Conference, Jerem. Another day. We'll discuss. Okay. Number three. Number three, Stranger Thing. BYU cross-country being the highest-ranked team on campus or BYU women's soccer dropping six goals last night at Gonzaga? I'll say the six goals because this team was struggling offensively earlier in the season, found their mojo. They found their mojo against their old assistant coach, longtime assistant coach, and a fantastic coach in Chris Watkins. I'm not surprised. It's not strange to me that our men's cross-country team is ranked number two because they were building up to this. Yes. They're legit. They have Rory Linkletter, so that's not, a, that's not strange Casey at all. Klinger, National Gatorade Athlete of the Year in, in cross-country. Out of high school, yeah. yeah. Like, this is a really talented team. It is strange that BYU drops six goals on their former associate head coach, Chris Watkins. At halftime, things did not look good for BYU. Were they down 2-1? Then the second half happened. Six goals? Yes, for a team that, honestly, has basically zero chance of making the NCAA tournament. They showed some motivation. That was was strange. Number four. I don't know how you guys think it's strange to be where you get the victory against Zag. It happens every year. In Spokane, especially. Point, Ben. Stranger (laughs) thing. BYU now has caffeine on campus or Cosmo being the most famous athlete. Nationally on campus. Now we're talking. Uh, stranger is caffeine. Stranger is caffeine. It took 50 years. It took 50 <laughs> years for this to happen, okay? Cosmo's legit. We've known this for a while. The nation finally knows. Yeah, the nation has been reintroduced to him courtesy of that viral dance from a BYU football game. But he's been in the news before, like... There are people out there that know that Cosmo's legit as a mascot. Yeah, we get okay. to see all the West Coast Conference mascots, so the juxtaposition there is strong. 
The national reaction alone to the caffeine story proves right there that that was the strangest thing. I mean, everybody was talking about not just sports and sports blogs, the news, like news in random remote places. I saw a report in Altoona, Pennsylvania, from a news station reporting on BYU's caffeine ban lifted. Didn't we leave that place? We left, right? <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes, we did. Oh, this is the current state of BYU athletics, okay? It's very it's, strange. It has been just a weird, unique, strange season overall for the entire BYU athletics department. Speaking of strange, at Melman Mark, watching Jerem Jordan stuff a whole ego down his gullet. Times you wished BYUSN was radio only. <laughs> he didn't put it. He didn't, you didn't actually eat I it. I faked it. It was a fake. It was a double reverse ego lift. Yes. It was the... Uh, what it was the play that BYU it was Wisconsin, right? Badger. Badger. It was Badger. BYU put it in for the Wisconsin game, didn't run it, and then they ran the fake reverse. It's like trying to catch a bear in your house. It really is. <sighs> What's the strangest thing you expect to happen in tomorrow's San Jose State at BYU game? More of your responses on the way. Coming up, my boy Jacob Hanneman gets waved by my Mariners. What? Then picked up by the little bears. Thanks, Jason Shepard. Plus the on-air debut of a Studio C Stranger Things parody. Do not miss it. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B with your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. Watch our daily rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. And Tuesday night, we'll be live at a special time. 7 Eastern instead of 6 normally. Uh... Because Tuesday is the uh, BYU Sports Halloween Spooktacular, baby. It's going to be BYU Sports Nation and BYU Football Clients talking in a two-hour fun uh, show around the trunk or treat. Shut that door. It's cold in here. We don't want to be on the upside down again. Uh, so it's going to be a great night coming up 7 uh, to 9 Eastern time on Tuesday night from the Lavelle Edwards Stadium parking lot. If you're local, you want to come hang out, bring your kids, trunk or treat with BYU Sports. It's going to be awesome. I just got a text message from my sister that said, stop chewing in my ear. (laughs) (laughs) What is the strangest thing you expect to happen in tomorrow's San Jose State at BYU game? At one bald Cairo duck, Jay Linehan actually scores on a fourth and 19. That would be strange. Red card. Red that. Red card. Red that. No. I – I just don't even want Johnny to even have that idea in his mind, okay? Please no. <laughs> if there is a 4th and 19 at any point in the game, I'm going to be very, very concerned. We just pull the plugs on the UATV <laughs> truck. Nope. 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 Nobody will see this. Nope. Nobody will see this. The Stranger Things BYU Sports Nation special continues here on October 27th, a day that, as I mentioned earlier, is more exciting to Jerem than his own birthday, which is coming up very soon. And you are about to see the on-air television debut of a Stranger Things parody, courtesy of our friends at Studio C. We're stoked for this. Here it is. Seasonal Things. Enjoy. Mom? He's gone, Jonathan. Will's gone again. I don't know where he is.
I don't know where he is. No, there's no way. I've searched everywhere. He's gone. But if he could communicate through the lights before, he can do it again. I'll pull out the Christmas tree as well. Wait, why? We have to reach him, Jonathan. It's the only way. Help me with these decorations. What about the lights? Just help me. We have to contact Will. Do you see Will? Anything else? Hang this mistletoe in the kitchen. Will? Will? Why is there a turkey in here? We have to reach him, Jonathan. The smell will reach him. I don't understand. Go to your room. Go get more lights. Mom! Hurry up, Jonathan! Will, can you hear me? Why are you putting up so many decorations? The love will bring him home, Jonathan. Will? Will? This is ridiculous. Come help me in here. What is this? It's Father Christmas, Jonathan! Will! I'm almost positive this thing took Will. Christmas might not be enough. Scatter these all around. Mom! Quick, put this next to the elf. Seriously? President's Day? I'm gonna light these? Mom, stop, stop. Stop, he's gotta be around here. There's no need for this. Will says he loves us. Mom, no. Fax me. Go fax him, Jonathan. Sit down, Go fax him! You're cool. Thanks, Will. Mom? Will? Sweetie, is that you? What happened? There was a man. He saved me. Was it Father Christmas? No. President's Day worked. You're safe now, young Will Byers. Thank you, Rushmore Presidents, sirs. Remember, young Will, speak softly and carry a big stick. Because that Demogorgon, he's going down like a cherry tree. <laughs> I love it. Nicely done, Studio that's, C. That's awesome. And uh, thanks to them for letting us borrow the actual uh, outfits yeah. that they used on that. So. The vest so Matt and the jean jacket. Physical specimen. <laughs> that's good to know. That was outstanding. That's great. Seasonal things. That's been online, but that was the uh, debut on TV, so there you go. What is the strangest thing you expect to happen in tomorrow's San Jose State at BYU football game? George Washington appearance Going that would down qualify. Like a cherry tree. <laughs> At Twiggy or Stone tweets in all of the players eat a cougar tail, powered by all of that sugar. They run all over San Jose State, producing 200 yards rushing and 300 passing yards. Who gonna be rushing for BYU is the question. Is it Squally Canada? Is he healthy? Is is K- it Riley Burt? Is Kavik Fonua? In the mix What's the status of again? Ula Tolutau? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. At CL underscore living. BYU never punts. Hashtag be aggressive. Yes, that, <laughs> that would qualify as being what? aggressive, right? Yes. If yes, BYU it would. never punts. Oh, my goodness. Just go for it. Fourth and whatever. At 86 WI Coog, BYU finds the end zone at least three times. Defensive line gets three sacks. Two receivers have over 75 yards receiving each. And the, def- uh, the defense generates... Three San Jose State turnovers. Now, all of That's those. It? That's all you want. All of those. We actually, didn't ask what you want for Christmas. 
What's about Stranger Things, man? Like, all of those could happen, though, right? Like, that's not, like, <laughs> a bold prediction, per se. Right. Realistic right. goals. Three, three sacks would be a good number. That'd be really good. Yeah, I'd take, like, one of those things. Yeah. Oh, man. Can BYU put together more than one of those things? Yes. Against San Jose State? Yes, absolutely. Yes. I Like, I believe this team's better than one in seven, so I'm not going to be like, what? If something that's not one in seven ish happens at the Brentar fourteen says at least three different Cougars will throw a touchdown pass. So Austin Confense is yes. one, yes, and Joe Critchlow is the other. Tanner Mangum, Joe Critchlow, Tanner Mangum. that could happen. Exactly. exactly. Hey, coming up, BYU men's and women's cross country teams are running today. What is the latest from the West Coast Conference Championships? And, and what are they doing in the control room? Where does CBS have BYU basketball ranked in their one through three hundred fifty one rankings? This is BYU Sports Nation. Why do we have a waffle in the printer where the paper goes? What's going on in there? Don't worry about it. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Thanks to today's guest, Dennis Pitta, I think, and our friends at Studio C. New Season 8 episodes of Studio C air each Monday, 9 Eastern on BYU TV. Don't miss it. And if you missed any of today's show, download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Let's whip it! It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Men's basketball. Plays New Mexico tonight in the pit in Albuquerque, 930 Eastern Time. No TV or radio for this game, although the benefits, will, all benefits, will go to the Hurricane Harvey Relief Fund. CBS Sports has ranked all 351 college basketball teams. BYU checking in at number 62. The Salt Lake Tribune reports the NCAA is investigating possible violations by Nick Emery with a booster. BYU is in the process of working with the NCAA regarding issues related to Nick Emery, the university said in a statement yesterday to the Salt Lake Tribune. Volleyball. Eighth-ranked BYU takes on 18th-ranked San Diego tonight at the Smith Fieldhouse, 9 Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Of note, Jerem, BYU women's volleyball has not lost to a West Coast Conference opponent since November of 2011 in that building. 11, you say? Mm-hmm. Cougars in the NFL. Chargers and Michael Davis take on Kyle Van Oy and the Patriots Sunday. Ziggy of the Lions faces the Steelers on Sunday. Baseball. The Cougars hosting an exhibition of their own today at 4.30 Eastern against Salt Lake Community College. Cougars in the Major League. Jacob Hanneman was waived by the Mariners and the Cubs picked him up. The Cubs drafted him back in the third round of the 2013 draft. They claimed him off waivers yesterday, two months after they let him go. So it was fun while it lasted with the M's, Jacob. Soccer. BYU beat Gonzaga 6-3 to last night in Spokane. Nine combined goals. Michaela Kulan had two goals with Elise Flake, Nadia Gomes, Cameron Tucker, and Maddie Matthews also finding the back of the net. The ladies play at Portland tomorrow at 10 Eastern. Cross country. It is the day of days in the West Coast Conference for the championships in cross country, both the men and the women competing today. Good luck to BYU's second-ranked men's team and its top 20 women's team as well. Rory Linkletter has the karma. Yes, he does. Don't be Cougars in the PGA. Zach Blair is tied for 11th at the Sanderson Farms Championship. After going four under in the first round, Daniel Summerhays tied for 88th with a score of one over. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Goes to the Duffer Brothers for making Stranger Things. Yes. I'm, You're like, I'm thinking, thinking about like, the Saturday Night what? Live. No, the Saturday Night Live sketch that I just watched. Yeah, that we, with SNL. Yeah, <laughs> yeah with uh, Stranger Things. Exactly. No, it goes to men and women's cross country. Uh, big day for them. 
trying to win a championship, the first of what they hope will be a couple of titles. Northern Arizona, the number one ranked men's cross-country team in America, the defending national champions. BYU's Rory Linklater told us he feels like BYU is number one. They just need to beat them head-to-head. Guess who's number three? Uh, Portland, who's competing against Brigham in today. The WCC. Today. Hey, how about a loaded cross-country slate in the West Coast Conference? Our <laughs> Twitter question today, what's the strangest thing you expect to see in the BYU-San Jose State football game tomorrow? Let's go to the Twitter machine. At Neil Early, BYU has actually been in the upside down, Jeremy. Yeah, like you yeah, said, yeah. BYU's really seven and one and ranked tenth in the nation. What? That's crazy. At G Hanson twenty five, a throw slash pass of twenty five to thirty plus yards down. That's happened a couple of games recently. Yes, had one against yes. Mississippi State to eleven Hifo, eleven Hifo, and one against East Carolina to eleven Hifo. Who's broken out the last two games? Is a, a good receiver for BYU though. At Nick Newman eight hundred one. A BYU running back will rush for over 100 yards, and whoever's at quarterback <laughs> will rush for over 200. Uh, if it ain't Bo Hodge, it ain't happening. Sorry. And, <laughs> Austin and Taysom, Taysom Hill ain't walking through that door. He's Bo a saint. Hodge. Good. Bo Hodge. Our elite tweet of the day from at Alan Seawright. Hey, Alan! 11 will return from the upside down and log three sacks for the BYU defense. Who's number 11 on BYU's defense? Is Austin there a number? Oh, it's Austin Lee. Yeah. Hey! And Austin he, he Lee blitz like three a, times a from safety? Or something? Yeah. Conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Show on demand on BYUSN.com. Audio podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and the TuneIn app. For Jerem, I am Spencer. Shout out to the Demogorgon, Dennis Pitta. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to eat this ego. That's hilarious. <laughs> BYU Sports Nation back at it on Monday at noon. So we'll see you tomorrow for all-day football on BYU TV at 2 Eastern. Hey,